Hello, I'm Barbara Ann Garcia, healthcare advocate, strong woman athlete, and the host of Healthcare Untold. Healthcare Untold is a podcast dedicated to giving voice to everyday heroes and their untold health stories that can improve healthcare to our most vulnerable communities. Our guest today is uh, a return guest, Gerardo Sandoval, who was uh, part of the Moderna clinical trials, um, and he's going to give us an update on where he is. Did he receive a placebo, or did he get a real vaccine? Welcome to <laughs> Healthcare Untold, Gerardo. Hey, Barbara. ¿Cómo estás? How's it going? Good. So why don't you tell mm. us your story? I hear Cinco in the background. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's it's a here. family show um, for sure. <laughs> it's definitely a fan. You know, when I do my podcast um, with uh, Chivo and uh, Mi Vecindad, you sometimes hear his girls. He's got twins that are like seven or something. You hear them in, the, in the background, and it's like we're at home. So we're we're still staying at home. We're very safe. We're playing it as safe as possible uh, without the uh, um, you know the essentials. Uh, other than that, we're you know keeping keeping safe. And yes, I was part of the Moderna and the update. The update is that, you know, um, the doctor actually asked me, the leading, you know, doctor for the study there was the one who unveiled, unblind me. He um, he said, uh, well, what do you think? You want to take a guess? And I'm like, well, at first I thought I, it wasn't that I was, that I did receive the placebo because I didn't feel anything. And after the second shot, I got really confused. And I thought, well, maybe I did get the shot because, uh, from what I was hearing on the news, I thought, you know what? I have some of those symptoms like get it, being tired and whatnot. And so he looks at me. He says, you were placebo. <laughs> <laughs> what the mind will do. It is incredible. And that's why this is so important to do these kind of studies, double blinding, you know, studies. Because at one point I really did think that I was feeling those symptoms, you know, and I didn't have the shot, so I didn't, I, you know, it's a placebo. I got the placebo. Um, but uh, but unfortunate part of the study, I'm fortunate to have received the shot already. So that was an option that they gave us. Um, and I opted to, to get the shot. So I was vaccinated um, about eight days ago now, eight days ago. Uh-huh. And how are you feeling? Good. I did, uh, you know, I'm not bad at all. My reaction, my symptom after the first shot was soreness around the uh, the area of injection, you know, and, and down my arm. So mostly like the muscles um, down my, in my case, down my left arm. Um, but other than that, um, I don't, I don't really feel any different, you know, uh, uh, that, that I could say there's symptoms that are related to the actual vaccine. So I'm, I'm doing all right, you know. All right. I'm so glad. And again, Gerardo, thank you so much for being a volunteer uh, for that clinical trial uh, because that's how we find out how how good the um, vaccine is. And and then we also find out how much the mind controls our feelings. Oh, it, <laughs> right? So that's so incredible. You, yeah. Last time you interviewed me, I really did feel all these, like, things and thoughts and emotions and and so the mind is incredible it's an incredible you know piece of machinery that we have up there and so yeah um it's 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 now that I'm, I'm i'm on this side because it actually it's a i feel relieved you know i feel like there's less pressure because not knowing was one of the issues that i was having yeah you I know bet. i bet um, i bet mm-hmm. 
And so, you know, you, you and I were talking about the vaccines and, you know, there's um, just a lot of information. Um, some of it's uh, misinformation, uh, but a lot mm-hmm. less misinformation yeah. in the last uh, several days, as you can imagine, with a yes. new president coming <laughs> in and really declaring mm-hmm. this as a national disaster and responding in such a manner. Uh, but we were already talking about how uh, some of your familia has already gotten their vaccines, uh, which mm-hmm. shows that, you know, these mass vaccination sites are working. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's just a matter of time. And I know uh, many people are frustrated because, um, you know, some maybe had gotten their appointments canceled uh, because there was an unknown to the stock of how many um, vaccines there was in the country. And so, mm-hmm. but I really believe that uh, that will change uh, soon with uh, many more vaccines to come. And there's only two of the six vaccines that are on the market, so to speak. And uh, so I suspect that, you know, more will come out um, in the near future. And then, um, you know, I think the cities and counties are trying out these mass vaccination sites. I know my family, my familia in San Diego were really impressed with um, uh, the the vaccination site at the... uh, convention center in San Diego. Um, and so, and I know I heard you say that uh, Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Their experience from what they were telling me is that it was, it was good. It's a really long wait, um, you know, and, and uh, prior to being a vaccination site, it was a test site. So for people who wanted to get the COVID test. So, but uh, it's really well organized. The lines are really long because they're dealing with a lot of people. But once you go through the lines, it's uh, it, it's not that difficult. It's pretty fast, and they're really well organized. Again, the only issue they're having is that it's just so many people, you know, that they're vaccinating per day. You know, they're trying to reach a goal of 10,000 people vaccinated, and those are 10,000 people in cars. So, you know, um, driving up and trying to coordinate, you know, your entry into the stadium parking lot and whatnot – that's what's taking them a little long. Um, but other than that, other than the weight, the actual site of vaccination, that from what I understand and what they were telling me is that it's really well organized. Yeah. So think about, you know, being in line for a baseball game at the Dodger Stadium, except yeah. you're getting a vaccine. So I think, you know, exactly. it's, it's well worth yeah. the wait. And, you know, one is rewarding. Absolutely. It's rewarding. And, um, I'm waiting for that time. Just I'm being very patient and very safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'm in that area where you know they're changing the the age. You know, so you know mm-hmm. those are, that are younger than 75 will be included in the near future for the vaccines, which is really good. And uh, I think once the supply chain kind of frees up, we'll see because um, I just think we'll see so many more people being vaccinated. And, you know, I don't know about you, Gerardo, but I've been listening to people talk about what they think about the vaccine. Um, And this is just in my small community that um, I've been hearing. Um, So I said this before on the podcast, but there was a young woman who wasn't going to take the vaccine because she heard that she would get sterilized and she wanted to have children. Another person Mm -hmm. said that... uh, they thought that the vaccine could have an after effect as they got older. Um, and one of the things I just emphasize is you want 
to be able to live, to have children, and this virus is much more deadly than the effects and the after effects of the vaccine. And so yeah. I do think that's an important point for people to understand. Yeah. I, I You know, your last podcast that came out last week um, with Orlando, I think that podcast with Orlando is like, really important for people to 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 listen to and and understand the severity of the situation i i think it's it's then that the uh, or because of that um we one of the reasons we're having an issue is because we don't understand the severity because a lot of us don't see it or have not witnessed you know what does happen to us humans you know once we get um infected you know and and what's really going on at the hospitals i think the description and the experience that orlando describes in the uh, healthcare untold uh, interview that you had with him is you know really like mind-boggling at the same time because it opens up you know this door into you know what's happening you know behind the scenes and um You hear about it, but I don't think we hear about it enough. Yeah. Like we don't, we're not witnessing it, you know. Yeah. And for the listening audience, Rolando Bonilla, um, basically he is a, um, he, he had a bubble and part of his bubble was part of um, his, you know, larger part of his family. One of them um, got exposed, came and, um, you know, was together with their his immediate family and almost the entire his entire family got infected many of them did okay except Orlando um and also the person his tío passed away and Orlando was kind of reluctant to go to the hospital um and you know he got some advice to stay home uh do humidifier robitussin but his wife just was watching him and because he had an underlying uh disease of uh, of um asthma Uh, which you know, of course, mm -hmm. does affect uh, the uh, the issue of breathing. He um, right. wasn't breathing well, and so when they took him in, uh, it, it took like three or four people to convince him to go in. And so, um, you know, he does go into the hospital, and uh, sure enough, he's really sick. And they give him multiple different kinds of medications, and it took him a while for those medications to kick in. So he had some real Uh, you know, concern about his ability to leave that hospital. Um, so it does. We have to hear those stories, Gerardo, because, um, you know, yeah. I was saying as of, you know, the 21st, uh, 60,000 Latinos passed away. Um, uh, and, yeah. you know, and many more um, in the near future as we try to take on this virus and uh, get everybody immune, uh, immunized as much as possible. Yeah. You know, the reality is this is so new, this kind of virus. Um, actually, it's not really new. It's a new form of, a, you know, a respiratory virus that existed in, in us humans and around us humans, you know, in the past. It's just this one's really deadly. With the new variant, you know, that's even going to hit us even harder. Um, I am very fortunate to have been part of this study, uh, the Moderna study. I am very fortunate that um, I uh, I got the shot. You know, I'm vaccinated, and 
hopefully everything works out well, you know, this is going to bring some kind of normality to, to our lives. Uh, and I absolutely encourage that. I encourage that uh, as Latinos, you know, the majority of us are frontline workers in one way, in one respect or another. And so it's really important to get vaccinated so that we take care of not only ourselves, but our families. And I think that's the key there. And, uh, and I've witnessed that within my bubble, you know, here uh, within my family, you know, and my, um, my in-laws and how important it is, you know, for them to be protected so that then the whole family is protected. And, uh, and right now this is an option and this is a really good option to get vaccinated so that we protect ourselves and our family. And, you know, the public health um, prevention efforts of wearing masks and keeping distance, you know, what we thought was going to happen with the flu season did not happen. Mm-hmm. Washing hands, right, the right. masking, the social distancing, mm-hmm. you know, we pretty yeah. much yeah. smashed the flu season, which is a, a great uh, learning experience for all of us of, um, you know, you can see that this is a yearly vaccine. It's going to be an endemic um, disease for us, um, meaning that it's part of our disease um, circle of things that happen. And that means yeah. that yearly vaccines for people for both the flu and for COVID-19 will have to continue to happen. Um, just want to yeah. note that uh, we talked about this, Gerardo, uh, before we got on. Um, you know, because so many of our community members have gotten sick and they do have some immunity, um, you know, but they're only showing uh, six to eight months of that immunity. So even if you did yeah. get sick, which, um, you know, I hope that you didn't, but if you did um, and you did get a positive test, um, you know, your immunity isn't going to last that long. So it is going to be important to to get uh, a vaccine. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as far as reaction, uh, and, you know, I've been keeping up with everybody uh, in my bubble. Uh, we, in a really luck, lucky, you know, stroke of luck here uh, in my bubble, um, out of the seven of us that live in, you know, that are together, um, already five of us are vaccinated. So, uh, five, yeah. And so that, um, you know, that's a really big number of people vaccinated within our bubble, which, that's is, wonderful. which is great. That's wonderful. The, yeah, and and from from uh, from what I understand, and uh, all of us talking to each other and experiencing this together, because we got it like within a couple of days from each other. I again was fortunate because of the study I participated in. Um, then I got I was opted to to get the shot, and so uh, I got the shot. And then these other folk uh, fit those categories, like you were saying. They're under, you know, between 65 and, and over because now it's 65 years old, uh, healthcare workers, and um, and then it just made it available for some other people. Uh, so far, other than soreness around the, the arm, no one's had any other type of reaction. And, you know, we're talking about five people, you know, and that's a pretty good number of people with no reactions so far and I'm going into my second week already with the shot I'm already in my second week as my eighth day and so far um, I can't really say that uh, you know I used this as an excuse uh, in the past when I didn't know that I had the placebo that I was tired and I couldn't get to my chores and so I got in <laughs> trouble with my partner 
So now it's a joke. It's like, oh, is the placebo making you tired? And it turns out not the placebo. It wasn't the placebo because it was a placebo. <laughs> and it is in the new vaccine because I have it in now. <laughs> so it's not that. It's, you, it's still, you still have so to anyway, mop have those no floors. You still have to I mop have those floors. I have to do floors. my chores or I'll get in trouble. Yes. So no no reaction. You know, I mean, it's... That's it's, good. Uh, That's so good. far, so good. That's so far, so good. Beautiful. Yeah. That's yeah. beautiful. Well, you know, and I do think that it's just going to be, you know, I, I suspect in the next 30 days, we're just going to see, a, a, you know, a different volume of um, vaccinations going on um, and, yeah. you know, multiple places for you to be able to get it. Um, and so it shouldn't be that you're lucky. It should be that you're in line to get a vaccine and you're going to get it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I'm very confident about that for the near future, Gerardo. And I'm just glad that I want to thank you publicly again for being a volunteer for the Moderna uh, clinical study. Um, that was a brave move on your family because, uh, both you and your partner signed up and you got selected. Yeah. Um, but yep. you know, and we really want to encourage people around clinical trials because those are really important and they give opportunities for people, um, to participate and to be part of uh, medical history. So Gerardo Sandoval, you're part of medical history. I want to thank you. Gracias for the work <laughs> that you did God. and giving your placebo effect to us. <laughs> <laughs> My, yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, I, I was fortunate to be picked because now I'll tell you, it is, it is something that's, uh, very valuable to my future and and obviously the value uh, very valuable to the the future of, of humanity um so far it's been great so far no big problems no big issues and i absolutely encourage everyone you know to to consider taking the shot because uh, we want to get back to somewhat you know as normal of life as possible because you know we we deserve each other yeah, and, and so for, you know, and those who do get a shot, you know, immunity begins probably seven to 10 days, depending on which one you get. On the Moderna side, what did they tell you uh, on the immunity side? When would that would kick in, Gerardo? They said 12 days. Okay. So um, I'm at eight. So the, by Wednesday of this, of this coming week, I, I should be at 12 days, yeah. And that is for the first phase, which gives you, what, 50, mm -hmm. 65%? immunity for the yeah, first shot it's uh mm -hmm, and, yeah and then the um, second shot and the second shot would be at 94 95 so okay, okay. um and yeah. is it the still a number of days of 12 days before uh, the immunity kicks in for the second one also yeah okay. they're looking at uh once that one goes and you know does its thing inside your body it takes about 10 to you know about two weeks at, at most but by the 10th day um, you're already having you. You have enough anti antibody to uh, be able to to fight the the virus. Yeah, and to combat the virus. And we're going to continue to talk about vaccines on healthcare untold because I do think the more information that we put out, the better for people. Um, you know, we've heard, and you know, you just have to flip through your, uh, you know, your social media and other things, and you'll see all kinds of different uh, information and. What we know right now is there are two vaccines that will be become more and more available, um, and you'll um, have to sign up for those on um, or in some areas. Like I'm in New Mexico right now, and you can not only yeah. sign up, but you can also get on a hotline because many people still uh, do not have internet, and so uh, they're not going to have a Gmail or you know at home. 
Um, they can't get into the internet because they don't have it. And so it's going to be important to have multiple ways for people to sign up, especially if you're going to go after the 75 and 80 year olds um, who aren't yeah. as internet-y as, you know, as, as many of us are. Right, right. Yeah, and I, I hope that in the future there's also mobility with that, you know, so that they're, they mobilize people into homes, uh, those that can't get to the vaccine and, and uh, will be able to, to receive it and hopefully they can mobilize that way too. Yeah, I've already heard of mobile uh, testing that's going to be happening, especially to those rural mm -hmm. areas um, and to people's homes. Like you said, people who may be yeah. homebound and um, they'll kind yeah. of be visiting nurses, uh, et cetera, to be mm -hmm. able to get to into their homes. So I think we'll see a, a really good response um, in terms of ensuring that if you do make an appointment, you will have your vaccine. And there's uh, a little bit of hiccups right now because of the supply, uh, but I do believe yeah. that that'll get better. Yeah, yeah. No, it, and everything's coming together. We just have to be, we, we still have to hold on, be a little yeah. patient and... We'll get there. And Hed, although uh, my other understanding is that, um, you know, as a somebody who's immune to COVID-19, as you will be in the next couple of months, you still have to wear a mask because um, the studies don't mm -hmm. show yet that um, you're, uh, you may be able to pass it on if you don't have a ma mask on. Um, you'll be protected, but somebody else might not be. And so, um, you know, people will have to wear, continue to wear masks for a bit. Yeah, as a matter of fact, the doctor um, who is a clinical leader in this uh, study here in uh, San Diego, which is the, where I participate in San Diego, he recommended that we continue to protect ourselves and be safe and wear a mask Um and uh, they'll be updating us. They'll, they'll, so I, I, opt, I also opted to stay in the study so that I, I after my second shot, um, you know, through my participation, they're getting, you know, direct information and uh, data um, the, to see how this is uh, working out and how effective this is um, on top of all the other data that's being collected with um, with uh, just just in general people who are participating. But this is a more direct, uh, because part of what they do with uh, us is that they also check, they take, uh, they take some blood samples. And so it's not just data based on information and contact. Um, uh, what's, uh, um, what's that called? The kind of data collection where it's, um, it's an open data uh, collection. Volunteer, yeah. okay, like volunteer data information, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so this is more direct information, yeah, because they, like I said, they're they're taking blood and they're understanding exactly what's going on well, in from our, the our blood, bodies. From the blood work, from the blood work, mm -hmm. there's a potential of seeing if you do have COVID nineteen, or you know that right. you could have passed right. that on. You could be immune to it, but uh -huh. you could still show that mm -hmm. you have it. Um, right. Well, you know, we really want to thank you, Hidalgo. Uh, and Gerardo Sandoval, the producer of Healthcare Untold, our media artist, and uh, our ever-ready uh, placebo effect. So thank you, Gerardo. <laughs> <laughs> El placebo, that's what they're going to call me. El placebo. El placebo. <laughs> okay, El placebo, go wash the dishes. <laughs> I'm going to go wash the dishes, take care of the okay. okay, lots of love to you, Gerardo. Lots of love back. Un abrazo. Igualmente. <laughs>